Hello, this podcast is sponsored by Now Alchemy. Now Alchemy is an amazing company that has formulated the most powerful substance in our body that was taken way back in the Egyptian era known as the food of the gods. Not only does it bring in balance, happiness, and increase your intuition, it decalcifies your pineal gland, which opens up your third eye and increases your light body, allowing your consciousness and your awareness to be open and aware of everything that is going on. The high-level mineral source, which we need today on our planet, is so important. With the fact that the earth itself has been overturned so many times with all of the farming industries, that we do not have access to the rich ormus that is available in this planet. And thanks to now alchemy, we do. We now have the sustenance that our body needs that is brought in from the Himalayan mountains and the Dead Sea. Ormus, which is powerful energy source that moves through your body and brings together a whole synthesis of information to every part of your body. By bringing this mineral source, you are nourishing your body at a cellular level. I love the company for what it stands for and its ethics. And it has been a sponsor of Ancient Wisdom Today podcast since the beginning. And that's why I always ask the tribe to support the sponsors who are sponsoring this show because I go through each of the sponsors with strong ethics and integrity to make sure that whatever they are bringing forth is in align to the planet and into you and for all of us so that we can grow and have health and wellness in our lives. Ormus's company spends a lot of time with advanced scientists, naturopaths, and doctors and herbalists to formulate a sourcing technique that brings in the highest quality of organic ingredients from the most mysterious and desolate countries in order to bring the magic in the bottle, which is Ormus. Now alchemy is not just for health and wellness community, but for all people seeking to become their greatest version of themselves. And I've been taking this product for many months, and it has been such an addition to my shamanic love that I bring to the world. And how I bring love into the lives of people is by keeping myself healthy and happy and lifted and shifted. By bringing the highest source of minerals in my body, I am able to hold a high vibration of energy and light when doing healing work or when I'm speaking to large groups of people and when I'm here lit and doing Ancient Wisdom Today podcasts. So I invite you to experience the amazingness of Ormus. They have so many powerful selections that you can choose from, from 24 karat gold Ormus to Shilajit to nano-enhanced CBD to Elysium, each bringing a different blend of energy to your body. And I honestly say that this company is really changing the lives of people. Ever since I've mentioned them and shared them with all of the people in the tribe, I've been getting letters and letters of people's lives that have been changing. And not to mention the fact that those who have had suffered so many times from PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, confusion, fog brain, and all of these other symptoms that have been plaguing us because of the onslaught of aggressive energies on our planet, by taking Ormus, these things are cleared, neutralized, and allowing you to have more balance and groundedness in who you are, as well as enhancing your mind so that you're able to think clearly and have a stronger focus. You can get Ormus by contacting www.n.com 
www.nowalchemy.com. That's www.nowalchemy.com. And if you use the code SHAMAN, you'll get 11% off every purchase you make. I'm so happy, tribe, that we are putting beautiful things in our body because putting beautiful things in our body is putting beautiful things in our mind and our spirit. And that allows us to shine and radiate our truth in this world as leaders. I love you. Enjoy the share. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third-generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And you are divine. So just take that in for a moment. Breathe, inhale and exhale. Again, I'm going to let you know you are divine. Yes, and I love you. I love you. You are divine. Do you understand that? I mean, really understand that. I mean, if I was to say to you, you are divine, you are divine. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Do you accept it as your truth? Do you accept that you are beautiful? Do you accept that as your truth, that you're beautiful? Yeah. You. And you. And you. And all of you in this tribe are beautiful. Do you accept it? <laughs> and not only are you beautiful, you're a genius. Yeah. Can you accept that, that you're a genius? Can you accept that you're beautiful and can you accept that you're divine? Can you accept the words that I'm saying to you? And right now, as you accept that, can you accept downloading the energy of those words that I've said to you into your being? You are divine. Download it into your being right now and feel it. Good. And you are beautiful. Download that into your being and feel it. And you are a genius. A genius. Download that into your being and feel it. You see, you are made up of energy and you are made up of powerful, powerful energy. And the energy that is made up inside of you is living consciousness, living 
consciousness. And when you are connecting into that living consciousness, you are activating this wellspring of power and resource. And when we talk and when we listen to other people, we are also activating some energy within our being, some energy that is a part of your being the moment you begin to download it into your being. Yes. You see, words have codes and words have power because of those codes. And when you are opening up energy, that allows you to access different frequency codes. Each code has a meaning and a connection that runs through your system, that connects to your emotions, and that imprints upon you. So, you know, when we think about it and we understand that codes help us to communicate, to be creative, to have confidence, to see the beauty in us, to see joy, to be able to see possibility, right? And when we are operating in that form of technology of recognizing that words have codes, then we know that through that, there is an essence that moves energy to another direction or to another place based on those codes. You see, when there is an energy frequency within the body that is held within the core of your being that's sitting there for so long that it's a code or an imprint that is not a code that is creating joy, love, beauty, prosperity, happiness, health, wellness, um, feeling good, feeling playful, feeling sensual, being free, that's when there's problems. Because the problems come from the fact that when a code is inside the body and it sits there, it's pushing energy. That's what codes do. It pushes energy. And I really want you to get an understanding of that, right? Because a lot of times when you come into this tribal circle and you're listening to the shares, right? Or the meditations on Meditation Wednesday or the guests that come in on Thursday, when we're communicating to the tribe and sharing, Sometimes people will say to me, oh, I feel so much energy. I feel, I feel so amazing when I listen to your voice. That's because I am a wordsmith. I am a coder. I know how to decode and I know how to code. And so when I communicate to you, I'm communicating to the part inside of you that have been dormant or stagnant or have not that's been sitting there or are st uh, stuck and my words are pushing that energy to move right to light up so codes 
are creating a combustion within the energetic system of your being. And since your body is this dynamic energetic source, this intricate weaving of both electromagnetic frequency, atomic frequency, all through your atoms, your electrons, you know, light frequency, which is conscious frequency, all of these different levels of energy that are moving through grids and patterns and elocutions and vibrations and pulses are all being combusted by the codes that I am sending you in the way I speak to you. So because I speak to you and know that there's great power inside of your being, by me saying it in that way, because I know that you know there's great power inside of your being, that combusts to anything inside of your being that is not frequency orientated to that code frequency that I'm sending to you and creates a combustion and then anything that is not in alignment. So when I say not in alignment, I mean cause, core, effect, record, memory, and discordant vibration is how we store energy in our body, right? So the cause, how did the energy get in there? The core, meaning what's it connected to magnetically based on something that started that energy, right? So it, it creates an energy network inside of your body, the core. So you have the cause, the core, right? The effect. How is it affecting your life? How does it affect other people's lives? Because it's in you and it's coming through your behaviors or your words or the way in which you perceive the world. So you have your cause, your core and your effect, how it affects your cells, how it affects you emotionally, how it affects you mentally, and how it affects your perception awareness of the universe in which you are in, both inner and outer dimension, which is meaning how much possibility are you aware of in your waking moment when you're living your life? How much awareness do you have of all the different levels of energy, right? And so you have your cause, your core, your effect, and your record. So record means combination energy. It means that something happened to you and then another thing happened to you that was similar. So that becomes a part of a file. So it becomes like a record. So you have like one file and then you have the, you know, let's say, let's say, well, let me, let me just kind of give it to you in this way. Let's say one file is I've been abandoned. Right. So let's say mom or dad left or died, or, you know, you were separated and somehow through a divorce or whatever it may be, or your father just got up and left, or your mom just got up and left. And, you know, the first understanding is the abandonment, right? So the first abandonment always starts in the invisible, which means you felt abandoned by God when you felt abandoned by your parents because they're very directly linked. And we really have to understand that because a lot of times people don't understand that, you know, when you have gone through some form of, you know, I worked with a lot of people who have gone through adoption 
there is a core energy that needs to be cleared inside of them because they felt abandoned by their parents and given to another family or given to an orphanage that that came and you know taken them into their family so but the first abandonment is with the parents which means you felt abandoned by god so a lot of people on earth feel abandoned by god and then they turn against god or they say god doesn't exist or they create all kinds of ideas about what god is instead of just realizing that not that the core energy the source right is always there but you can only perceive the source and what the source can do based upon your perception of knowing and perception of knowing basically means that your spiritual body has the awareness that god loves you unconditionally and that god is always present and that god is always there to be able to do whatever you need to happen if you are truly in alignment with that that means aligning your will with god's will and that will is always the best will because that's the will of the soul which is god right which is the little child inside that is the soul which is god which is saying my will for you is for you to have fun, have play, have joy, be happy, have prosperity, have good health, all of these things. But the thing that that takes us out of alignment with that will is the part of us that has belief that we are in this thing alone and that we don't have any, how do we say, connection, right, to understanding the depth and under and, and the quality and the the presence of that love that is eternal that's always there always present never um, stopping always you know this present you know is just always there right like right now as i'm speaking to you tribe the god is beaming love on you now if you're open to feel it in your awareness or you're not open to feel it, that's up to you. And a lot of that is based upon what we're talking about with the parentals or the, you know, your family structure. So, so you have your cause, your core, effect, record, which is the storing of information. So we're going back to the understanding of the abandonment. So the person feels abandoned by a parent and then they abandon themselves. So it creates the record. The record keeps continuing. There's more files. So as a shaman... And as a healer, as a mystic, as a, anyone who chooses to bring transformation or elevation or to really help assist people into their leadership needs to understand this very fine, fine, fine point, which is that a record means that the person believes or is not taking responsibility for the acts that they're doing against themselves. So the first act they felt was done to them, then they take on that act and do it to themselves over and over and over and over, and it creates a file. So the file of abandonment would be the act of your parents, someone abandoning you, you believe God abandoned you, then you abandon you, and because you abandon you, which means you're not connected to source, which is you, right? You're not connected to you, so you let people come in and... and you know, take advantage of things um, and then blame them. Or perhaps you keep choosing relationships where the person keeps leaving and you keep saying, everyone leaves me, no one is ever there for me. But that's because you're not there for you. So you would have to recourse the situation 
right? Um, so the thing is, you would have to rewind to unbind. And that's just a word that I came up with, which is rewind to unbind. So the first act against the self is the act that others will do against you. So whenever you do something against the self, then it gives permission for the outer dimension to start affecting the inner dimension. Okay. And I really want you to understand that because a lot of times people like to believe that things just happen to them or something's coming in from the outside is affecting them, but they don't realize that there is actually a signature frequency held within their records that is showing them, you know, how to treat you and how to operate with you energetically without you even having to tell someone, hey, this is how I like to be treated. Well, guess what? If you are um, operating from a field of, you know, abandonment, I'm going to go back to that as your as a training for you, right? If you're operating from a field of um, abandonment, you abandon yourself. And because you abandon yourself, then other people have to keep abandoning you. And you will always constantly feel that no one is there for you. And it will just create a bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger record. And when those records are created, you literally begin to believe that this is your reality. Because records are held in definition by the ego. Now, let me explain to you the ego so that way we have a clear understanding. So in other shares, when I talk about the ego, we can get you can we can get more deep and in more depth about things. So you're not so caught up in, you know, the very um third finite way of looking at the ego. Think of the ego as a friend, okay? A very loyal friend. So loyal to the point that it will do whatever you say you believe about life and make sure that is the response and experience that you have. So your ego basically is there to clarify for God that the reality in which you are seeing is the one in which you are perceived that you are creating from within is projecting without. So the idea of the ego is to be very uh, strong in its in its holding of that information. So it takes your files, it takes your effect, and it takes all of that information as data proof that this is the reason why things are the way they are. So if I told my ego that people are always leaving me because I already left myself, but that's my belief because that's what happened because I left myself. So the uh, so because I left myself, right, then the effect of that would play itself out in the physical world because the inner self has been gone. So now the outer self is now reflected of the emptiness of being abandoned. The ego would have a record. And so therefore the ego would go, okay, this is true. This is real. So if someone came in the room and was like, yeah, you know what? People aren't abandoning you. You might get your feathers a little bit ruffled. <laughs> you might get a little upset. You might feel a little pushed upon. You might feel like uh, someone is trying to argue against you or trying to prove something to you or trying to belittle you. And so when people have arguments, it's really not an argument. It's really both of them wanting to display their ego for the purpose of who's right and who's wrong. And that type of conversing is very, very, very low vibration. And the reason why is because the whole concept of your right and someone else's wrong is based upon a multitude of perceptions that you've gained through 
having records and having causes and having core. So all your cause, core, effect, record of all of that. And the last one, which is your memory, right? And then discordant vibrations of how it affected the world around you because of you vibrating it through your energy field, which means that you literally are polarizing and magnetizing these events and people and situations to you without you really having to do much, right? And so the understanding, if we get into understanding like what does it mean to manifest, what does it mean to to have magic, we'll get a little bit deeper into that once I explain a little bit more about the ego. But just kind of keep that in your mind, right? So you have your cause, core, effect, record, memory, and discordant vibration. Discordant vibration means that all the energies in which you are projecting from inward are creating vibrational waves of energy outward, which is then creating a polarized magnetic effect that draws everything to you. So you could say, for instance, You've had situations, let's say, for instance, where you experience a lot of money problems in your family, right? And because your family um, had a lot of money problems, they told you over and over and over, money doesn't grow on trees, money's hard to come by. So, you know, some people have it, some people don't. And that's just the way of life, son. That's the way of life, daughter, right? Okay, well, if you believed that, the moment that you believed it, you have then conceived it. So I'm going to say that again. The moment you believed it is the moment you conceived it. Because the moment that you conceive anything, and I mean anything, when you are conceiving something, you're taking it into your being, and then you add it into your system, and you create the whole entire system for it. So you create the cause, the core, the effect, the record, and the memory. And your ego looks at that, record and goes, oh yeah, it's true. Mom and dad were true about what they said, because look at this, 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 look at this. So then what happens is your ego then identifies that and begins to create a system that supports your belief. That could be everything from calling into the underworld and pulling up underworld beings to come and support that for you. Um, it could be connecting you with different types of people to um, keep that going for you so that way they're playing their character perfectly as accordance to what you believe and what you want to see and perceive that is happening because of the fact they're playing their character so perfectly, right? It could also mean putting you at certain events or playing a certain song or putting you in front of a movie or putting you in a group or uh, putting you in a situation that makes it so that becomes concrete, right? Because the ego's job is to honor you as God, meaning whatever you believe so shall it be. It is done as you say. So the thing is, the ego is like, you know, when you have a king and a queen and a kingdom, and there's that, that royal vizier, that royal person who's there, there that, that basically makes sure everything runs perfectly for the way the king and king, the queen and king want it to run. That's your ego. If the king says we're being attacked, the ego will make sure that it will bring people to attack you so you can be right. If a person says, like, um, you know, uh, life is really difficult, then the ego will ar arrange all the spirits 
in all the characters and all the situations and everything to come in and make sure that you're right about what you say. So when people say kill your ego, don't kill your ego. Here's the funny thing. You really can't. What you can do is transform it by transforming yourself. And the thing is, a lot of times people think the ego is like this separate thing that's like sitting over there just messing with you and just causing all kinds of problems. It's not. Your ego is your friend. It's there to give you weight on this world. It's there to give you sustenance, ability to give you strength and to give you identification and to be able to give you clarification, right? Such as me being Shaman Durek, right? So I didn't always call myself Shaman Durek. Um, I used to just go by Durek. But what happened was I met an, uh, a very um, elder from a tribe and uh, he said to me, you should call yourself Shaman Durek. He goes, that's what the spirits are telling me to tell you. And I'm like, why? And he said, because like a doctor would say, Dr. Earl or Dr. Jane, you know, you have done all of these years of training and you've put all of your energy and aptitude into being the shaman and being able to, to uh, minister the knowledge of the spirit world to the physical world. So... You should let people know in this world because people need to have that in this world to feel concrete energy that you're Shaman Durek. And so if you are that person, then you put your name in front of it so that you are claiming it, holding it, and, and, and basically saying, I am here, this is who I am, this is it. And, I, and at first it made me uncomfortable, but then I started to be like, well, isn't that kind of egotistical? But then I remember, oh, wait a second, egotistical is according to what? As according to believing in myself? Sometimes people will think someone's arrogant or egotistical, but it's just because they know who the hell they are. I'm going to say it again because I really want you to get it. Sometimes people will say, even to me, people will say, oh my God, you're so arrogant. You're so full of yourself. You're so this, you're so that. Why? Because I know myself and you choose not to know yourself. So you're threatened by the fact that I know myself. Back off. The truth of the matter is go find yourself. Go get yourself. Get full on yourself and then come back and we can have this conversation again. Because I'm not here trying to change you and tell you that you're doing something wrong. But when you are clear with who you are because your ego is aligned in your heart space, not your lower space, which is based in fear and you're constantly reacting to everyone around you because they make you uncomfortable because you're not comfortable with yourself, that's all lower ego. And the lower ego is the ego that's running around trying to deal with your insecurities and, and wanting to uh, do things to make you not feel insecure. So it, like, so for instance, like if you come across someone who's really powerful, you know, and, um, and I've caught myself doing this as well, you know, I used to do it a lot. I used to do a lot of name dropping back in the days where I would see someone very powerful and I'm thinking, oh my God, they're a doctor, they're this or that, you know, and then I didn't feel strong enough in who I am as shaman. So I would be like, oh yeah, and I know, you know, this person, I know that person, I know that person. And I catch myself and I go, oh, I must be insecure. It's not to get upset with yourself. It's not to be like, oh my God, 
I'm name dropping or, oh my God, I'm telling people how much money I make per year or what kind of fancy car I drive. Because all of that comes from insecurity, right? Because it doesn't matter what, how, what kind of house you live in, what kind of car you drive and that you wear a Rolex watch or you have expensive things with name brands like Gucci and Fendi and, you know, uh, Louis Vuittons and whatever the, 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 the thing is that everyone is wanting to luxury model themselves with these days to let everyone know that they made it. Some people fake it and make it and, you know, whatever that, you know, that look is that people will go and have, uh, you know, expensive bags and stuff like that and just be like, yeah, look at me, look at me, I have money, da 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 all this kind of stuff. That's because there's insecurity. If anyone ever qualifies themselves based on what they own, what school they went to, what they learned, what they have, and flaunt around all of these things, that's because they have a lower ego. They're insecure. Another way you can spot insecure people is that when you go to an amazing event and there's amazing music playing and everyone is just socializing, but no one's dancing, that's because they're insecure. If people are drinking profusely, they're insecure because their ego is still in the lower framework, right? And it's not here, we're not here to judge them. We're not here to say they're bad people or they're wrong or this. We just have to give them love and hold space for them to come into maturity, spiritual maturity, mental maturity, emotional maturity, and physical maturity. And we'll talk about that. So when we get into understanding like what that looks like, that let me give you an example, okay? I can go to a party. Like once I was in Italy and I was at this party and I jumped up on this wooden table and I grabbed the glass and I smashed it on the ground and was like, yes, you know, and everyone was like, yeah, they were screaming and having fun and doing all of these things. A lot of the people there, of course, were drinking and whatever, but I was sober. Now, why would I jump on a table and smash a glass being sober, that's something that a drunk person would do. I beg to differ. The thing is, I wanted to jump on that table. I was consciously aware of letting my wild side out and grabbing that glass and smashing it and having fun and screaming. Sometimes I'll take off all my clothes and just run butt naked on the beach and scream on the top of my lungs. You know, it's like, it's, I'll get up in the middle of a restaurant if the music is really good. I was in Ibiza uh, once and uh, with a bunch of friends and there was like, you know, all these important people and everyone's having dinner at this, this place called Sunset. And, um, you know, this music was playing and I was like, how could anyone just sit and just eat when this music is so good? You gotta move that body. So I got up out of my chair and I just started dancing, you know, and I was, everyone in the restaurant was staring at me and I was the only person dancing. And then these kids came over to me and they said, why are you dancing? Aren't you afraid that people are going to judge you? I said, look, my loves, there's two people in this world. There are those who are free and there are those who are slaves. Which one are you? And the kid looked at me, this German kid looked at me and he said, I'm free. I said, then dance with me. So he started dancing and we had a good time. Then these girls came who were friends with their family and they were like, why are you guys dancing? Everyone's watching. And then he turned to them and said the exact same thing. Listen, you're either free or you're a slave. Which one are you? 
And the girls said, free. And then they started dancing. And then the German mom and dad got up, came over to me. It's like, I'm so sorry for my kids. And, you know, and I said, there's nothing to be sorry about your kids being free and living on planet Earth and having fun with me and dancing. And they're like, okay, well, if it's not too much of a problem, it's like that behavior right there. The fact that the music was going and we were the, me and the kids were the only ones dancing. When everyone heard the music, I saw people bobbing their heads, tapping their feet under the tables, but no one got up to dance. Why? Because they're in the lower ego. The lower ego is held in insecurity and the insecurity is telling you incorrect data and information that people are going to judge you. You're going to make a fool of yourself. You know, what if, what if people laugh at you? You know, it's all the ideas of ridicule and alienation and being ostracized and literally just being made fun of. And the thing is for me, I laugh at myself and a lot. I make jokes with myself. My whole team, we spend so much time laughing and laughing and laughing at each other, laughing at our behaviors, laughing at the things that we do. Because if you take things too seriously, you literally become hard and you become rock-like. You become like a steel. And that when things become hard, energy can't move. And when energy can't move, that's when you, then you cause a lot of internal difficulties in your body. That's when inflammation and a lot of things can happen to you health-wise, mental-wise as well. And emotional-wise, that can affect you. And so the lower ego is always held in insecurity. So when I go out, I can go to a party, I can get wild, I can dance, I can be free, I can run down the street, I can go down the street. One time I was with my girlfriend and we were in New York and we were singing, my girlfriend Ellie, and we were going down the street and singing all kinds of Rastafari songs at four o'clock in the morning, skipping down the street. Then we started singing Sound of Music. Then we started singing, you know, all kinds of songs. And one time I was with another friend and we were in Paris and we were skipping down the street and go and holding on the poles and doing the, uh, I'm singing in the rain because it was raining. And we're like, what a glorious day. And we were like swinging on the poles and having so much fun and laughing our heads off in the rain. And people are watching us and I just don't care. Because when you're in your higher ego, you're not affected. You're not, you're not being concerned about how people feel about what you are, what you represent, your light, your beauty, your strengths. You are so confident in yourself. And some people may say, oh, I can't believe you don't care about other people's feelings or that you know you, you're, you just do things and you make people uncomfortable. Now that's because they are uncomfortable. That's because they're playing small. You're here to be a giant. You're not here to play small. So, you know, when you're in your higher ego, you know who the fuck you are. And you're not sitting here trying to, to make other people comfortable. If people are uncomfortable because you choose to dance or be free or say something or skid up and scream on the top of your lungs or sing an operatic song, then that's their problem. And they just need to, to, to look at the reason why they're feeling that way is because their insecurity is affecting them. So what people, when they're insecure, what do they do? They want to show that they're better than you. They want to show that they're smarter than you. They want to argue with you. They want to show that they have something that you don't have. So perhaps maybe you, you'll, they'll tell you, oh, well, you know, 
you know, I have this or I have that, or they'll flaunt their new car or they'll flaunt some new jewelry piece or they'll, they'll wear an expensive bag and make sure the label's on the bag so you know, you know, all of these things come from insecurity. Yes. When you see that woman walking around with the red bottom hills, you know, that everyone's talking about, you know, you have these expensive shoes that women buy, these red bottom hills, that's an insecure woman. She didn't buy those red bottom hills because she wanted to buy them because she's like, oh my God, I love these red bottom hills. She bought it for status. Status means I need to let you know who I am because I'm insecure. I see so many people peacocking themselves all over life with their with their jewels and their riches and their this and their that and their that and their this and everything. It's because there's insecurity. You can have things. I have a friend. He's a multi, multi-billionaire, okay? One of my very dear friends lives in London, okay? Every time I'm with him, you would never know if you were on the street and bumped into us walking down the street, you would never know that he was a multi-billionaire. When we go out to dinner, you would never know he was a multi-billionaire. When we go out with friends and stuff and hang out and travel together and people meet him, I introduce him to people, you would never know. He's a good-looking guy. You would never know because he doesn't flaunt it. He's not walking with Rolexes. He's not sitting there flaunting himself because he's secure in himself. But there was a time when he wasn't, and you would know that he wasn't because he was flaunting all of it to everyone all the time. And he changed those things because he got deeper into his spirit and realized, oh, wait a second, that's not who I am. I'm not my my yacht or my mansions or any of these things. I'm a human being with a beautiful heart and a wonderful, beautiful, genius mind that loves people and wants to have people in my life and wants to have joy and freedom and play and wants to be wild and not care about what people think. And so we spend a lot of time. That's why we're, we're friends, because I'm there to edify him, to edify the playful boy in him, to edify the freedom in him, to edify how he loves his health now. And he takes care of himself where he doesn't have to drink and do all these things when he buys a table for everyone to enjoy. He's doing it from his heart. He's not doing it to show off. He doesn't need sparkling bottles coming to the table to let everybody know that he's got money and he bought all this expensive uh, champagne pain. He doesn't need to do that. He doesn't need to have a table. And if someone comes to the table and takes a drink, wait a second, I paid for this table. Who are you? You know, in LA, I find it very fascinating when I'm here on tour. I go to this, uh, these events and parties, you know, and I see people getting into very clicky, very clicks, you know, and they look at you and they, they turn away and, you know, they do all of these things. I'll see like actors and they put on this kind of like upper kind of like, I'm an actor, I'm on television, I'm someone important. Darling, you know, you're important to yourself, yes. You're important to creating these shows and doing all of these things, but you're still a human being. Let's have a conversation as human beings. What you do for a living should not identify or clarify you as a greater than. You understand? You as a greater than. 
A lot of times people will put themselves down because they are operating in seeing these types of people in the world and think something bad about themselves. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. You see, the thing is, my darling, when you are operating from the consciousness where you are clarifying who you are and you're secure in it, you don't have to boast about it. You know, people will say, come up to me in the street and say, Shaman Dirk, is that you? Is that you, Shaman? Yes, my love, come. Oh my God, I love you. Come here, you're a tribal member. I love you. And I kiss them. Oh, someone comes up to me and says, Shaman Dirk, you told me that if I, if I, if I, see, if I see you, this beautiful man, came to me. I was at this uh, this uh, beautiful place. That's like a Westerner place. I can't remember the name of it. And um, I was going because my friend Luke Story was having, had a whole thing set up and he came up to me and he said, you said if I see you in public to give you a hug. I said, absolutely. Give me that hug. Yes. And when I see him again, he comes to sometimes events. I give him a hug because I love him. I love him. Do you understand? I'm not putting this air of I'm Shaman Durek. I can't give you a hug. I can't do this. I can't do that because now I'm here. That because that means you're insecure. You're no good to the people being insecure because you'll make choices that are governed by a lower ego instead of a higher ego. So that's the difference. So when we're talking about cause, core, effect, record, and memory, right? The way to clear those energies out of your being is to step into a place of recognizing what those things are. What is the cause that makes you perhaps smoke or drink or get angry or fight with your spouse or you know cheat on your loved one? What is that? What is the, what is the cause that makes you not choose to be prosperous and have uh, a limitless amounts of money constantly flowing to you and opportunities always present for you. What is the cause inside that you did to yourself? Now, remember, it's not something that is done to you, okay? Someone can steal from you, okay? But the moment you accept it, meaning conceive it, into your own being that then you will begin to steal from yourself because you've already stolen from yourself. So we can explain that again. When someone gets abandoned by a parent or someone, they abandon themselves. Let's say someone stole something from you when you were a kid or you were young or parents took away something without question or whatever. That's also a form of stealing in, in the eyes of a child, Right. And you, know, you may not understand how the, the child's mind is operating, but that is how it sees it. Then you will steal from yourself. You will take things from yourself. And then you'll bring people in your life to take things from you. So any act that you do against yourself, right, is the cause. What is the act? If you have money problems, right, what is the cause that made you 
decide that you should not have money? Was it because you believed uh, that because you grew up with no money? So you think because your parents chose to have that belief system or your family or your guardian that you need to adopt that belief system is true, that, that that's your reality because that was their reality? Uh-uh. I'm going to do it again. Uh-uh. Better hold up. Wait a minute. Let's put some truth bombs in it. Okay? First off and foremost, just because you were born in a family that chose to play small doesn't mean you have the right to accept that as your reality. Uh-uh. You don't have to accept the reality that your parents guardians are those who raised you accepted yes you were in it because they chose it and you had to be in it but the moment you are in it you have a conscious mind to 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 rebuke that reality you have a conscious mind to be able to say that is not my reality i know many people who are born with nothing and as rich as heaven right now okay they are rich in spirit and mind, emotion and body and the physical. And they grew up with nothing. They were eating peanut butter jelly sandwiches because their parents couldn't even afford to bring healthy food on the table. And now they're living in Monaco and beautiful places and, and traveling on yachts. And, and I visit them in Italy and we go on their yachts and have fun and do all kinds of things. And they came from nothing. And I asked them, what was the difference between your family, one of my friends from Greece, grew up very, very, very poor and is very wealthy now. And I said, what, what, what was it in you that got you from this to that? He said, I denied their reality. I did not accept that reality. I did not accept what they chose not from a place of anger, just as that's what you guys chose. I love you, but that's not me. That's not who I am. I'm a giant, right? That's how you have to look at it. I'm a giant. Not accepting it. You see, the whole understanding of being a rebel is the ability to recognize that a rebel should only come out when you're going against a system of beliefs that do not connect to who and what you are and what you came to be. That is higher ego. That's you edifying yourself. It even says it in all religions and all cultures, to edify oneself. Edifying the self is to acknowledge yourself as a child of God. You don't bow down your head like you're some, you know, sad puppy and that you have to, you know, you have to beg and 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 plead and 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 and, and scrub the floors and and be a slave to people to get love and, you know, and and then go to a job that you don't really like just because you can pay the bills. You're not you're not here to be a slave. Break those chains off of you. Get those chains off of you. Break that rope around your neck and give yourself some respect. You didn't come here to play that game just because your mama, your daddy, your guardian, whoever raised you, whoever was around you when you were a kid chose that reality for themselves because they were not able to have the tools. What, and when I say tools, what do I mean by tools? I mean knowledge, right? Wisdom, words, right? Codes, 
alchemy to be able to shift and lift themselves out of that poverty consciousness. That's not yours. That's theirs. Let them have it. You can be there and just shine the light on them of possibility. And every time they open their mouth and talk about lack, be like, well, that's what you choose. That's not what I choose. And you always keep saying that. That's what you choose. That's not what I choose. When my dad would say something to me and he would be like, that's, I'm like, that's what you choose. That's not what I choose. My dad, very wealthy, owns own jet, you know, uh, buys whatever he wanted, cars, this, that, da, 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 died a poor man. Went the complete opposite. Some people from poor to rich, he was rich, 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 and died a poor man. And you know what? Every time he did what he did, I said, you're flaunting a Rolex watch, dad. You're flaunting your new car. You're flaunting your wife's new fur coat. You're flaunting this. You're flaunting that. I go, why? So That's so insecure. You don't need to be insecure. Just live your life. Take all that money and stop buying things because you want everyone to see how grand and how amazing you are. Stop building the house bigger and bigger in Foster City so we can have the biggest house in Foster City. So all the kids at school constantly tell me, oh my God, you guys are so lucky. You and Angelina, you guys have the biggest house in Foster City. Sometimes I want to throw up on their shoe. I'm like, I was like, can you want to come to the house? Come over to the house. We've got five refrigerators. You can eat all the food you want. You got everything you need. We got a soda refrigerator, ice cream refrigerator. You got a food refrigerator. We got all kinds of stuff. You want to play pool? We have pool. We have a disco. We have all kinds of things going on. Big screen TV before anyone had a big screen TV. All this stuff. Who cares? If it brings joy to my friends, I invite them over and have fun. Enjoy it. Have fun. But that doesn't make me. That's not who I am. You want to know who I am? Sit down and have a cup of tea with me. And let's, 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 uh, let's talk about, let's talk about things that take our mind to a place that we can see the light of our beings. Mm. Let's, let's get, let's just, let's just get into a space with each other. Let's go lay down and, and let's, let's just hold each other and caress each other and give each other affection because we need it. Platonic. Doesn't matter. Girl, guy, I don't care. Let's just have a platonic connection. Let's just go and just walk through nature and breathe clean air and the redwoods. And let's just talk about the beauty of life. And let's look at the ocean and let's enjoy the life. Let's, 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 let's share with each other. Let's get to, to, to commune with each other. Let's commune with each other so much that we build a community of people that commune with each other. I don't care about your damn Rolex watch. I don't care if you've got a Bentley. I don't care if you got a, a Honda. And I don't care if you got an Ashton Martin. I don't care. To me, it's just another piece of metal that's been shaped and twisted in ways that, and just shiny and, gl- and, and glittery. It doesn't matter to me. If you needed a Ferrari because you like to drive fast, good for you. But don't go around flaunting it, putting it up in your pictures on your Instagram. Yuck. Really? Like you're going to represent yourself as your car, as a material item. You are the child of God. Step it up. Step it up. Step it up. You are the child of God. No material is greater than you. No material is greater than your spirit. No material is greater than the love. No material is greater than the joy. No material is greater than the nurturing. No material is greater than your health. No material is greater than the life. 
and your connection to the people that you love, your friends, your children, nature, God. There is no material greater than that. Let us know this. That is why we are here today, tribe. Because we have to recognize that's how the system, that's how darkness corrupts people. People kill over tennis shoes? What? What is that nonsense? Said, oh, boy got shot. A uh, 14-year-old boy just got shot this morning. Uh, it said it was, that he, it was the guy um, held a gun to him and asked him to take off his tennis shoes. He decided to refuse since these are the new Air Jordans that just came out. He decided to refuse, and so therefore he was shot three times in the chest and his, taking his shoes. On tomorrow's news, um, gang members are now rivaling over the fact that they want to be able to have more power and more money. Therefore, the money system is now corrupted in the lower East L.A. People are now being robbed in their stores because they need money, 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 money. You're going to rob someone? You're going to cause mischief in someone's life? You're going to cause pain in someone's life because you need money? Because you need those new Air Jordans, because you need those new shoes, because you are fighting with the woman on Christmas, trying to get the toy for your kid so your kid loves you. You got to give your kid a toy to get your kid to love you. What is up with that? I mean, look at that for a second. I'm in New York City at a toy store and I'm watching these women curse each other out, call each other names, throw things off the shelf at each other because there was only one toy and both their kids wanted that toy. And oh my God, God forbid you don't get your kid that toy. Your kid's not going to love you. You mean you have to give your kid something in order to get love from your kid? You raised it all wrong. It's raised all wrong. No, your kid should love you because you engage with your kid and you don't even need a toy. Just taking walks with your kid, sitting home with your kid, laughing and talking with them, you know, playing little hangmans on piece of papers. There's all kinds of things you can do. You don't need to use those things in order to garner love to yourself. The system has us stuck in this, this, this quagmire of nonsense, of, of, of illusion and disillusionment and the idea of consumerism for the idea of your ego. You can buy nice things. I, 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 I like nice things, but I don't need to buy a bunch of nice things. People say to me, well, you know, you have money. Why don't you buy this and why don't you buy that? I don't need to. I don't need to. What I'd rather do is go and take my niece, my team, and go and have a spa day so everyone feels good inside versus buy that watch for myself when I don't even like wearing a watch. I don't even wear a watch. I wear a watch that has a crystal in it. It's not even a watch. It's just a beautiful art piece that my friend Adina Mills made. It's just a crystal sitting on my wrist so I can look at the beautiful malachite crystal. It makes me really happy. So when we get into clearing these energies out of our being, you got to understand where you fell out of grace with yourself. When you realize that all the discord that is showing up is because you are in discord with yourself. You've accepted something in your life that was a lie. You accepted something that was a lie. Someone maybe told you you were ugly. Hmm. <laughs> You're going to listen to someone tell you what their perception is of the world. You don't even know if they live in ugly land. Everything might be ugly to them. 
So someone calls you ugly, you're going to accept that that's the truth. And now all of a sudden you may discord with yourself. So now all of a sudden the cause and the core and the effect and the record and the memory and discordant vibration now has to begin its journey into all aspects of your life so that your ego can constantly create situations that keep reminding you how ugly you are because it loves you and it wants you to be right because you're, because you're the creator. So it's there to, to make sure that whatever you say your world looks like, whatever you say your perception looks like, whatever you say your dimension looks like, that's what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. No, you are not ugly. You are beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're amazing. That is what you are. And you know what? If you're going to listen to anyone, always listen to someone who loves you unconditionally, like me, who loves you unconditionally. I would never, ever to any of the tribal members breathe a word out of my mouth that goes against you as God. And I ask you to do the same. Unconditional loving you giving you the truth no hold down the truth can we get truth up in here i said can we get truth up in here because if someone's calling you ugly and you accepted that that means you conceived it into your being and that isn't just not what you need because the moment you conceive you deceive You conceive negativity, you deceive yourself. And now the world has to treat you in the way in which you are deceiving and conceive that false information into your own being. So the way you clear it out is you go and you say, spirits, ancestors, always call on your ancestors because they are always there to support you because they lived and we will do other shares and talk more depth about ancestors, but they lived and they made choices. And some of those choices they made, which remember we talk about the cause, core effect, record, memory, and discordant vibration. When I talk about discordant vibration, they've created discordant vibrations that have affected your bloodline that affected you. So when they go to the other side and go into the realm of light, they know that those things have affected you. So they're ready to like step up and say, hey, I'm ready to support you in any which way possible. If you need me to bring energy to you, if you need me to help you find love, if you need me to, to, to clear things out of your way, I'm there. That's why ancestor being present with your ancestors is so important, right? So you call your ancestors, you call on whatever it is that you feel is supporting you. You can even call on me. Okay, because I will go there. I'm a multidimensional being. My spirit travels to people's dreams, does all kinds of things. It's, I'm a busybody. Okay, and I love being a busybody, let me tell you. Okay, because I like to keep it lit. So, you know, you say, come to my body, come to my, my so you're going to go like this uh, call on your ancestors, call on whoever you feel that is there to support you spiritually, lay down or sit in a chair and say, I bring up this issue that I'm having in my life. Let's say, for instance, you're having money issues or you're having love issues or you're having uh, issues because you can't find a new house or sell your house. I had a person once who tried to sell their house. I went there and, and helped them sell their house. 
very quickly. They said, how did you do that? I said, it's very simple. I just simply changed things in your energetic field that you were doing to yourself internally and changed it to align it with God. It's not that difficult. It's a part of the training. If you sign up for my trainings, when you, when you see that I do trainings, these are things you learn. So basically, what you do is you lie down or you sit in a chair, but you want to be up. You don't want to fall asleep. So if you, are ten, if you have a tendency to fall asleep, then sit in a chair, my love. Okay. And make sure you're nice and comfy. So you've got a little uh, pillow, right? So that you can sit on the pillow, right? So that way you feel comfortable. I need you to be comfortable. You can sit on a couch. It can be a, a, a chair, anything, a beanbag. It doesn't matter. Okay. You can be on the grass, whatever. It doesn't matter. As long as you're sitting and it's comfortable. And what you're going to do is you're going to say whatever the problem is. Let's say, for instance, it's health. Let me say what if, if it's money or if it's like you have a difficulty and you can't find a job because you feel like every time you try to find a job, it's not happening. Or you want to make more money and you feel stuck in one kind of income bracket. All of these things are based upon things you did to yourself internally and you need to clear those things. So the way you do it is I'm going to show you and give you an example. And you're going to follow this example. Even if you have to go back and listen to this share again tribe and really marinate it inside of you. I'm talking get it seasoned. You know what I'm saying? Get seasoned, right? You know, base yourself a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with a little marination. Spiritual marination is really good. Okay. So you are going to say, um, I'll use, let me just use uh, something for myself. Okay. Um, let's say I have I things that I that I'm that I that I deal with right is taking my powers to higher levels right where I'm talking like affecting physical items and being able to take it even higher and so I would say any part of my being any cause core effect record memory and discordant vibration of any place within all of my lifetimes that I've lived in a human form where I've had an issue or having a fear of, of using my powers because of ridicule or because of getting hurt or going through pain. Or I can just simply say any place where I had a fear of my power, cause, core, effect, record, memory, and discordant vibration. I ask the spirits and my ancestors and all of the ancient ancestors of all the tribes, the elemental spirits, the angels and ascended masters and all the beings that are in the realm of light to clear these energies out of my life. And now I give them like uh, time frames. So I could either say, I set the clock for one hour, let's do an hour session. Or I could say, I set the clock for five minutes, do a five minute session. Or I would like for you to do it for this whole month or for this whole week. And, and then let them continue to, you know, let them, you know, immediately come to service for you and begin to do that. And what you will notice is that thing that has been bothering you won't bother you anymore because they'll make the corrections of the imbalance that you did to yourself, right? So when people talk about falling from grace, what they're talking about is that you fell from grace from God's will of love for you. God's will of love for you does not mean that you accept that you're ugly or that you have to be in poverty consciousness or that you're going to be alone for the rest of your life and that you're not going to find that special someone or that you're not going to ever get better or get healthier or live a, a decent life, an amazing life. 
an adventurous life, whatever life you feel you want to get your life, right? It's like, you get to choose this. You get to decide this. And all the spirits and all your ancestors are all ready and, and sources all ready to like say, hey, and your ego's like, yeah, if you believe internally that love is always there for you, I will make sure you see that all the time because that's what I'm here to do is to give you as the creator what you believe your reality. And so your ego will even be supporting you. And I really encourage you to do this exercise and set up a time frame. Never go into anything without setting up a time frame, such as if you're going to quit smoking, don't say, I'm going to quit smoking. Really? When? Um... I'm going to quit, you know? No, that means you have no commitment and you have no integrity in your words, which means your words are flaccid. They are weak and they have no power because you're not completing the energy source of it, right? Code, writing code, to be a person with code where you create combustion of energy, energy has to move, but it has to go somewhere. So where is it going? So I would say, I'm going to quit smoking in two weeks. During which time all the spirits in the spirit world, all the beings, my ancestors, and all the friends around me are supporting me in quitting smoking in two weeks and will shift the energies, my mind, my thoughts, my emotions to quit smoking. And you could even say all cause, core, effect, record, memory, and discordant vibration that has made me smoke so um, to be cleared so that I am no longer a smoker. Like, you can do that, or you can do it even faster than that. It's up to you. You get to design this, and that's the cool thing about spiritual. That's the cool thing about spirituality and shamanism is that the evolutionary process is really up to you. Everyone is is evolving, which means everyone is spiritual. That's what true spirituality is. It's evolution, right? How you choose to evolve, well. That's up to you. And the spirits and all of your beings, including your ego and everyone, will support that when you allow that to be that which you conceive, right? And so when you conceive, you receive, and then you are able to step up into a higher place, right? So that's where you shake it up to wake it up. That's where you lift and shift, and that's where you go to higher levels of consciousness. And it's very powerful, and it's very necessary in your shamanic practice. And I kid you not, you know, there are so many things that we will expand on more in these shares that are that are associated to a lot of the things that I'm sharing with you. But this is very vital right now because I'm getting a lot of people writing me going, I'm like, I have money problems. I can't, I'm this, I have health and blah, 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 blah. I mean, the list is going on. And so I said to myself, really need to hone down. Because when you talk about manifesting anything, magic, right? All magic and manifesting is, is clarity from within, right? And understanding of the truth of that which is. So if I want to manifest something, I have to believe it from within so that the outside, which is the outer space, creates it because it's being projected from the inside. And then the outer space creates it and then sends it back to the referencing. So my ego is totally 100%. It's like, yeah, of course, you're going to get that TV show. Of course, you're going to be speaking on, you're going to be on the doctors. And of course, you're going to go to Iceland and meet the president. And of course, you everything you say, but I say it in past tense. I say, I love how amazing it was 
to blah, 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 blah. I don't speak in now and I don't speak in future. If I speak in now, it's qualified now, meaning like I want exact energy right in this moment now and feel it because this moment now fleets so quickly. So I want to right now in this moment feel powerful energy surge through my body. Then that's that. But if I want to speak in past tense, that means it'll become my next now. But if I speak in future, well, there is no future. There's only your past to your, to your now, your past to your now, your past to your now. So we'll get more, we'll expand more on that as well in other shares that I will be providing to the tribe. I'm so happy that all of you gathered today to listen to this beautiful message of the heart. Remember, you know, hold up, wait a minute, let's drop some love bombs in it right? That's what we're doing, right? It's like, hold up, wait a minute, let's drop some love bombs in it. Drop those love bombs, my darling. Drop those love bombs on you and everyone else. So when you speak out of your mouth, remember you're speaking code. What kind of codes are you bringing into people? What kind of energies are you moving? And what are you combusting inside of people's energy fields, inside of the trees, inside of the flowers, every time you open your mouth? Do you speak energy? Do you speak life or do you speak death? So drop some love bombs in it. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's drop some love bombs in it. Ah, uh, yes. Exciting news, tribe. My new book, Spirit Hacking, is now available at Barnes and Noble and Amazon and wherever books are sold. Put a pre-order in, tribe. We are here to change the world with this book. And by pre-ordering this book, it is making it possible for me to be a New York Times bestseller. So the more books we sell on pre-order, when all the books go out, it's going to be great. It's about being lit and it's about spreading that fire around the world. Invite to ignite. Let everyone know spirit hacking is available. Love you. I love you so much. Having so much fun with all of you in the tribe in today's share. I love you and I love you so, so much. But most importantly, it's about you loving you. And also, if you hadn't got a chance, if you, if you missed it in the beginning, if you didn't get a chance to know that my book, Spirit Hacking, is available for pre-order on Amazon. So please check it out. You know, also leave a review on Ancient Wisdom Today because people, you know, like to read those reviews. It gives them an idea um, from the of a tribal members who are in the tribe. What's it like being a part of our tribe? Because our tribe is lit. We're riding the lit train. We're like, woo, yeah. Right? We're on that train and we're picking up more people. We're like, all aboard the lit train. Uh, So it's so amazing. And the energy, can you just feel that? It's just like, it's like eruption or like just powerful volcanic fire energy just blazing through us of like limitless possibility that we can do anything and everything because we are lit that's what about so invite to ignite share it on your social media let everyone know the tribe is here we built the tribe we're here so come come and drink from our waters come and drink be nourished be loved be coveted know that it's time for change and change is here in the tribe we're leaders of legacy leaders of legacy leaders of legacy and if you want to step up 
step up your levels of powers and energies and abilities, you can go to my website and sign up on my newsletter and get involved in my classes and what I'm doing and join me on Instagram if you want to have direct contact with me through DMs as well as going into live and having direct conversation with me through the camera and sharing and caring and loving and being is what we stand for in this tribe. So until next time, I'll see you later, alligator.